Welcome once again to our series of SBR podcasts. This is the third in our series of the five phases in a business life cycle. In the past two podcasts, there have been some solid reminders of how a business has to develop and any crisis points that can arise. Eddie Senatore, director with SBR, is ready to take us to the next chapter. Yes. Well, we've spoken about our startup phase and our survival phase. We're now looking at um, moving into business, what's called the growth phase. Growth, as the word suggests, is, well, we're either getting ourselves into a different product line or we're just doing more sales. And the keys here are similar to the survival phase. So the trick would be, when do we move from survival into growth? I mean, we're going great. Remember our story in survival, how we move from one house into four. In growth, we're now thinking about, do we go into four to eight? The trick is, when do we do that? But the challenges remain the same. So we come back to our early warning signs, and really we're talking about the same sorts of issues, but we're talking about it at a more sophisticated level. So whereas in startup and survival we're talking about sales, we're now talking about how we control our sales. Do we want to go from one house to four houses, from four houses to 12, from 12 to 24? We really need to control that because don't forget when we're going through the startup and survival phase, we really haven't worked out whether we're price competitive or offering some other point of difference to the marketplace. If we're still at the stage where we're undercutting the marketplace, going from 1 to 4 to 12 to 24 houses without having a look at our price points um, and what we're doing in the marketplace means that we're really having skinny margins. Skinny margins means low gross profit. Low gross profit means we're not covering our fixed costs, which, if you remember from our earlier podcast, means we're back to the startup phase. Same issue. How do we cover our fixed costs here? Whereas there we're looking at just getting sales. Here we're looking at controlling sales. So now the growth phase really does pose some questions. Yeah, that's right. When do we enter into those growth phases? That's the trick here. Once again, we get an increase in turnover. We need more supplies. We need more investment in money. So the control of the growth is the key, which then leads us into what we discussed in our survival phase is the overtrading consequences. Very key in growth is the overtrading. We've seen a lot of businesses that have come to us They've been in the marketplace for 10, 12, 15 years. They've been making reasonable living. All of a sudden, the growth phase has taken them to a new level. They're making huge losses, purely because of overtrading. Skinny margins. You're investing in stock you didn't know you need to. Your overdraft's going up. Your overdraft's going up means you can't pay your suppliers on time or your wages on time simply because you've invested in more inventory just to keep up with the sales. Eddie, where does the supply of inputs come into play? Supply of inputs is uh, another one of the sophisticated issues that we deal with in the growth phase. Whereas before we were doing one house or four houses, if we're moving to 12 to 24 houses, we're now starting to once again start thinking about those strategic issues. Do we buy in bulk? Can we get a better price somewhere else? Do we stay with our supplier that's been supplying us for the last four or five years? Yeah, they've looked after us. We want to look after them but we really need to start challenging that uh, relationship. Can they get us a better price? We are buying a lot more stuff now. We're in the growth phase, midpoint in the five phases in a business life cycle series of podcasts brought to you by SBR, specialists in restructuring and solvency-challenged businesses quickly and efficiently, so new opportunities aren't lost. Eddie Senator, SBR Director, is with us. And Eddie, a lot of this sounds targeted to a smaller business. You've got your basic bricklayer, so you've got your basic costs. When you talk this further into not so much larger businesses, maybe, but more complicated businesses, are these issues going to blow out? That's right. If you have the lack of sophistication as the business gets bigger and bigger, these things will, you know, will blow out. 
So management and financial information, for instance, in a growth phase is critically more important than in a startup phase, whereas, as we talked about uh, jokingly, at a startup phase, it might be okay to have your information on the back of a beer coaster. But let's think about managing the construction of 24 houses. We need some level of sophistication. Where are they being built? What styles have been built? What type of bricks? How many? When do we need them? How are we going to cash flow these? What are our payments and progress cycles? How are we collecting our money? So, you know, we're starting to ask ourselves to manage a lot more variables. And if we don't have that information in some sort of structured and sophisticated level, it doesn't have to be too sophisticated, really basic, even if it's on a simple spreadsheet, as we said before. As long as you've got that information in front of you and you can control and keep on top of that information flow, then you're going to keep within the parameters that you've planned. It's the unplanned, the additional investment in things or the non-collection of money that gets you into a spin. Supply of inputs, lack of technical know-how. How does this all work at this point? In terms of inputs, let's say the basic house, where the major supply on that is the bricks. Do we get it from our local store or do we go straight to the manufacturer? Do we go straight to head office? Look, you know, we used to buy 4,000 bricks, now we're buying 24,000. So there's that information. You might, as you get into a different product line, for example, you might have been building the three-bedroom basic cottage. Uh, now you've tapped into some sales sources from word of mouth and we're starting to build, a, let's say, double story. Things are starting to get a little bit more technical. I've only been used to building single-story residents. Now I'm having to build two-story um, units. What's involved in there? Well, we need some technical help here because all of a sudden we're going to need some scaffolding. I've never dealt with scaffolding before. So how do we get the scaffolding? When does it come on site? When do we lay it up to get to the second level? That sort of expertise that you know it takes us outside because we've grown into maybe a new product range, for instance, that's where the technical expertise needs to come in. So you need to once again understand your boundaries. But hopefully through the startup and survival phase into the growth phase, you're starting to become a lot more manager-orientated, a lot more sort of strategic. And it is a case of managing the resources, the contractors and the people on the site, calling in the technical expertise when you need it. So again, investing personally. Absolutely, yeah. And that's, that's the beauty of getting to the growth, getting through survival into growth and as we'll talk about expansion, is that your personal investment and development, you're starting to move away from actually doing the brickwork to managing how that brickwork gets done. Well, these five phases in a business life cycle are really starting to gain quite a bit of momentum. When we next catch up with Eddie, it's going to be phase four, which is critical to keep us moving forward. That's right. So you're just as growth has challenges from taking our business from the survival phase, you'll find that our next phase of the business cycle, which is the expansion phase, challenges us even more. Still looking at the same critical issues, management, cost control and others, but at a higher, more sophisticated level. SBR Director Eddie Senatore, thank you again for that insight. A reminder of the growth issues we've just covered. Firstly, the control of growth. Low margins, an increase in turnover and an increase in work in progress come with a low return for effort and interest costs increasing. This time, over-trading sees sales over but profit under budget. Your margins below budget. Fixed costs are not covered. An inventory with more than planned means financing costs increase. Creditors increase. Again, financing costs increase. Excess overtime might reduce liquidity, while unpaid progress claims increase, meaning bad debt risk increases. Supply of inputs. Lack of technical staff can mean lack of expertise. A single supplier may increase costs of inputs, while any work in progress, freeze, may create cash flow problems. And the lack of professional management in the growth phase spells a certain lack of direction. 
I hope you can join us for the next of our podcasts in this five phases in a business life cycle series when we explore expansion. Please note that the material you've just heard does not purport to be comprehensive advice. You shouldn't act on the basis of the material without taking professional advice relating to your particular circumstances. Meanwhile, if you have any thoughts on this or any other areas you'd like covered, please send us an email at sbr at esbr.net or faxes 02621. Four six seven double nine. Once again, on behalf of the SBR team, thanks for taking the time to take on this podcast, and I look forward to joining you for the next in the series.